Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake and... Let's get rolling the second hour. Let's go up to Lake Houston, check in with Mr. John Littleton. Check his pulse this morning. John, what's up, man? Hey, not much, Captain. How are you today, sir? Uh, I'm skinning and grinning, buddy. I'm loving there you it. Go. There you go. The fish are biting, and man, sounds like Brian's killing some turkeys, and the bass good. There yeah, you it go. is. Everything's good, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the fish are biting a little bit. I mean, you know, they're picking up. We still got some of them good old spawning bass, I guess, you know, out there coming up to do their thing at Lake Houston. So uh, catching a few, catching, a, you know, a few good ones. So we had a pretty good tournament last weekend. So I saw that. Yeah. You had yeah. your, uh, who'd you have fishing with you, your niece? No, I had my granddaughter fishing with Oh, you had your granddaughter me. fishing with you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's How'd she like that? Oh, she loves it, man. Anything <laughs> outdoors, you know, she's one of them them girls, you know. Yeah. Hunting, fishing, you know, if I'm outside doing it, she's got to do it. So uh, she's getting pretty good at it, too, you know. So uh, that's even better, you know, so. Yeah, but uh, no, we we did pretty good. We ended up winning that one, and uh, we got, you know, a little story. You know, you always try to have a game plan together. You know, what you're gonna do, where you're gonna go, what you're gonna throw. Right. And uh, we went. Uh, I, she drew our boat number, and we drew boat thirteen. So you know, that's kind of down there a little bit. And, Lucky 13. Yeah, I kind of figured, well, you know, there might be one boat on this one little area I wanted to go fish first. And uh, so we, you know, we're boat 13, and we take off, and we go, you know, while I get over there, and it's like Walmart parking lot. I mean, I think about eight or ten of the first boats went over there right they had found the same fish i found so, uh, so i made a big old u-turn and i go to plan b well good thing about plan b is there was not a boat there i had it all to myself oh that's awesome yeah yeah and just started you know picking them apart and then i caught that big fish that six pounder um my second fish so you know that made that's me- a good start Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, you know, we try to you try to get five and then catch a big one. You know, you're always fishing for that big sure. one. But but uh, you know, it 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 worked out. It was you know, the the first fish I of course we're we're throwing on cypress trees, you know, and the first fish I threw over by a little old limb that was 
you know, by, uh, hanging off of the cypress tree. And you know how it goes. The bait went over the limb. The limb hits the top. I mean, the bait hits the top of the water. And you know what happens. The fish eats it. Right. And I got <laughs> fish dangling. And I can't get the boat under there to get to it. So I backed up and I just said to heck with it. And just started pulling. Ended up breaking the little old limb. And the fish came and just, you know, went. Got it right in the boat. So, you know, when you start out like that, you think, well, it's going to be a good day. Well, it was. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no, it all worked out good. You know, the every week, I think we had 25 teams or 27 teams fished, and I looked at the, the weigh-in. There was a lot of five-fish limits that uh, were. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it really is. and Everybody caught fish. Everybody caught fish. So that makes that was, it nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I used to yeah. throw my Trout Master tournaments, I used to love it when everybody caught them. Everybody was coming yeah. in with, you know, full sacks. Yeah. It makes it fun, man. Right. Well, and, you know, some pretty good sacks. I mean, you know, we had a little over 15 pounds, but second was – High 14s, we had 13s, 12s. Yeah. There was several 10 and 11 pound, you know, five fish limits. Mm hmm. But, um, little old Lake you know, Houston. <laughs> How about yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was producing some fish and we've been seeing some good crappie catches. I mean, you know, good crappie catches. Yeah. It's getting that time. So, I've been hearing, I've been hearing Lake Houston's had some really nice crappie this year. I mean, some slabs. Yeah. And they are big. Yeah, yeah, they are big. Yep, yep. I know I heard you and Tommy talking about those uh, trout and stuff, or, or you might have been Brian, but y'all were talking about the way they hit those topwater baits. Mm. You know, it's like that with a bass. You know, we throw, I like throwing that frog around in cypress trees this time of year because I can skip it and pitch it and flip it back underneath those cypress trees. Because, you know, the hooks are tucked away. They're not going to get Right. You're not going to get all hung up, sure. Right. You know, on those cypress limbs. And I throw it on braid anyhow. But uh, but anyhow, a lot of those big fish or bigger fish that we catch, you don't see that big old splash. You know, they don't just annihilate it. You, you know, know, they just they commode flush it. They just suck it down. It just you, Your frog just disappears. <laughs> you know, and there might be just a little ripple, and you'll see your line start pulling off. Like, where's my frog? And those are usually good fish that do that. Uh, you know, those ones, you know, that just come up there and annihilate it and knock it out of the water and all that, a lot of those are, you know, they might be keepers, but they're not going to be those, you know, those bigger fish. So, uh, and those are actually harder to catch, you know. They just, I, I don't know, for some reason it's harder to get a hook in them. But, uh, you know, we had a we had a, a, a couple guys that, you know, kept saying that they, uh, they were getting all kinds of blow-ups, 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 and they couldn't hook them. But um, it was a couple of younger guys, and, and I was talking with them, and, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but when I take a frog out of the package, I take my pliers and bend those hooks up 
you know, uh, to give it a little I'll bit I'll bring better. him out of the back a little bit so you can get a little better. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah. Now, you know, they're tucked in so they make them a little bit more weedless and you sure. throw them in pads and everything else. But it does make it a little bit harder to get a hook set. So, like I said, I just take my needle nose and I get around the bend of that hook and, and uh, you Tilt know, it up a little more. things up a little bit. And it, it will definitely improve your, you know, your hookup ratio uh, to do that. But, but no, it's been, man, it's been good. We, uh, you know, won't be long. Them catfish will start running them bulkheads, you know, out there. Uh, we get, I, you know, we can get this gum weather to settle down and straighten out. We can get uh, that shad spawn will start here. You know, pretty soon, usually around Easter is when it starts. So, them big old, I say big old catfish and big old two-pounders, the really good ones that are good to eat, you know, will start running those bulkheads. And, man, you just go down, throw your cast neck, catch you some shad and cut them and go down through there and you can catch you a good old mess of catfish. But, uh... But uh, everything else is pretty good, Mickey. We're uh, we're still hanging in there. We're gonna fish tomorrow. We got a Angler's Quest tournament out there tomorrow. Uh, you know, a team tournament. So it'll be pretty good. Hopefully, we'll have a good turnout. I think the weather's supposed to be pretty good. We might dodge some of this rain. Yeah, if so, we get any, uh, it'll be today. At least tomorrow will be nicer. North five to ten. That's doable. That's nice. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, it got a little, it got a little rough out there last weekend. I mean, I bet it did. It was, it was pretty good little rollers coming down through there. I know we were running back. We had, we were fishing down south and we were running back and, you know, man, it got a little bumpy coming across down through there. Yeah. But, uh, She's a trooper. She hangs on. She knows the deal. And, you know, so she's out there. She don't care. She knows Grandpa's going to take care of her. So. Uh, she's young and durable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I felt it Sunday when I woke up. You know, when you walk, wake up, you know, you go to get out of bed and you go, ow. Well, that's not yes. usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Uh, we're going oh, to do something different. That's me today. just about everything. I sit in this chair and do this show and sit here for two or three hours, and then when I stand up to get ready to leave, I'm going, good Lord, I can't move. <laughs> you get I, all stiff. I know it. <laughs> I know it. Like I was saying, we're going to go do something different today. Our company, we do some uh, team-building events, and we do different stuff, you know, and today we're going axe-throwing. Never Axe-throwing. I never yeah. have either. So it's going to be, I don't know how my, you know, I, I, I started watching a few videos and, you know, that's a pretty big thing. I never really thought about it, but, you know, there you have tournaments and, you know, leagues and all kinds of stuff, you know, kind of like bowling and, you know, a lot of other sports, you know, but uh, <laughs> we're going to get together today and go have some lunch and a meeting and do some axe throwing. Well, that's better than that slapping game. 
Can you believe those idiots get up there and stand and look I, at each other and let each other just pound the heck out of them? I mean, I'm going, I, what is up I, with this? I don't, I don't know. Put all about their talcum that. powder on their hands and everything. And I'm going, man, that's, boy, it takes a lot of intelligence. <laughs> I, I, there's, if you ever really sit and look at YouTube or some of that stuff, there's some weird stuff going I'm on. I'm telling you, I see those videos and they're all, you know, phasing out, and then it, you know, it just knocks them out. Some of them just go down cold. That's nuts. Yeah. Here, let me stand here while you just slap my head off. I don't get that. No, I'm no, going fishing. I'm, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I'll go get me a rod and reel or a gun yeah, or something. So you know, it. You know, of course, people probably look at you know <laughs> people that play golf or fish and go, "What the heck are they doing?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially especially you know you out there and it's 30 degrees and you're bundled up sitting in a deer stand you know waiting for a deer to come out you know or worse than that you're in a bass boat or or an offshore boat running 50 miles an hour and you know in four foot waves and yeah that's when they look at us and go look at those idiots <laughs> <laughs> yeah go catch a fish but but hey we got to do something to pass our time. It's it's a lot better than a lot of other stuff out there we could be doing. Right, so, life could be worse for us. Life could be a lot worse, you know. But uh, yeah. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go do it. We're gonna give the axe throwing a try, and and uh, and we're gonna go back to our normal gig, which is fishing tomorrow. So. Yeah, just stay behind the line when everybody's throwing. <laughs> Well, you know, it's kind of bad when you got to sign a waiver that you're not going to sue them before you go. That's yeah. not usually a good sign, <laughs> you know. Right. But before you show up, you got to sign this waiver saying, you know, if you get hurt or hurt somebody, you know. Well, it's actually in, like, instead of being a full axe, it's like really a hatchet you're throwing. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, as a kid growing up, we did that, but we were just. You know, I mean, we were just throwing at a tree or whatever, you know. Right. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> they have like a course or something that I don't know. I've never been. So we're going to go try it and see. Well, I hope you <clears throat> get to talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope I, I hope I ain't missing an arm or something. You know, oh, our no joke. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to take it easy. I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those that just jumps out there and goes goes for it, you know, at, at first. So I'll kind of take it easy a little bit, get the hang of it. All right, John. Well, hey, buddy, I got to run. If somebody oh, no wants to problem. call you for some info on Lake Houston, how they get a hold of you? Sure, they can call me on my cell, 281-222-8544. Just All give right. me a call. All right, bud. Hey, good talking right. to you, and uh, congratulations on your granddaughter winning a tournament with you. That's fun, man. That's oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks, See sir. you, man. Later. All right. That's John Littleton up on Lake Houston. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 519 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Conroe. Let's check in with our good friend, 
Mr. Tex Bonin. Tex, good morning. How are you, bud? Good morning, Captain Mickey. How's everything? Oh, it couldn't be better, man. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> Laying here listening to y'all. Are you listening to all this nonsense? It ain't nonsense? no better than that. <laughs> it don't get any better than that, Mickey. <laughs> well, what have you been up to? Well, we've been trying to fish some, and uh, uh, it's... Um, Get this old weather straight, right? I know it. We have we have moved uh, trips and everything else, Mickey, and uh, we're going to get them. It just made this old weather lining up a, a lot better than it it needs to be, you know. Well, I seen you had but, a family uh, out the other day. It was all smiles on their face. They were holding yeah. up some pretty catfish, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's time put it that way. I've been getting uh, some deep, Mickey, and then. Uh, it's time for the bulkheads, though. I will right. say that, but uh, um, I think uh, I'll, the water's right. Uh, I, I like that uh, seventy-one to to about seventy-eight degree uh, water temp on the bulkheads. Right. And uh, what it does is it attracts the shad. They they mm-hmm. they are the kind of key to it, Mickey. And when them shad move in, them catfish move in, and. Uh, it just carries on, and uh, what what happens from there is uh, they carry right on into their spawning season then too, you know. And uh, you'll you just like bass fishing, if you take them old old shad and put them under a cork about two foot, and go along them bulkheads, and when you catch one, you can just almost bet there's some more there, you know. And yeah. uh, uh, work them that way, and when it it thins out a little bit, well. Go on uh, down and uh, and keep working bulkheads like that, and uh, you don't ever catch them all when you you're catching them there like that. Some will bite and some won't, and some are trying to make nests under those bulkheads, and uh, works real good. And the only other thing I tell anybody, if you find a place that's holding some catfish, take you a sack of range cubes and uh, throw them out along the bulkhead, and uh, all you're doing is baiting for the future, I call it. You can say that and fish them and, and catch fish, but I generally uh, scatter some out. I got somebody in the boat that's fishing there, and I'll get them to, to uh, throw a handful out down on the bulkhead and as we go along fishing. And uh, you'll uh, end up catching uh, uh, quite a few that way, but I, I'm looking at coming back, maybe the next day, you know. Yeah. And all you do, you hold... You hold uh, hold the shad, hold the minnows, and uh, the uh, catfish will stay along there too, chasing them all. And uh, if you get to watching times, is key to it a lot of times. Those shad only run right at daylight, or they'll have maybe it may be nine o'clock they come through your area. Mm-hmm. And if you watch them, them old white cranes and them uh, blue herons, uh, a lot of times they'll gather along the shoreline and. When you see them working, well, they, you can bet the shad are working, and all it is is the catfish. You can bet they're there too, and uh, you'll you'll see that that shad run along the shoreline, and they're moving back out toward deep water. Is all they're doing, and uh, they'll be back in sometime that evening or that night, and uh, it's a cycle, and uh, it can be good. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. all I can say, Mickey. It can be good. Hey, the boat's running good, and uh, I'm ready. And uh, 
Well, yeah, I'm going to catch you slowed down a little bit, and we're going to go do that. <laughs> Blaine wants to come when I do. I'm going to get Blaine yeah, to come man. with me. He we'll we'll have him, too. We'll line him up, and we'll we'll go have, have a uh, – I usually tell everybody a half a day of fun, anyhow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I want to so, have a, a Conroe catfish fish fry. There you go. And uh, it's uh, we're gonna we'll pick up a few brim, and uh, but it's not. Uh, I've, I've been telling a lot of my uh, regular clients there uh, last week of May. It's it's time to get yeah. It's early brim for then. brim. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a little early yet, but there'll be it'll be that time. Oh yeah. But uh, so uh, anyhow, bass fishing, <clears throat> man. I, I don't hardly do it. I pass them on to to richard or billy or some of them like that but uh mm-hmm. i just got to where i don't hardly do the bass fishing thing anymore but it is time man <laughs> them old the we we had that old uh uh, uh the uh you know trees blooming out and everything and <laughs> no, the red buds is what i was trying to say mickey yeah red and, buds uh, well dogwood yeah, red buds all that Yes, and they just about done it, and you know we don't have a whole lot of uh of uh dogwoods in our area for some reason uh they they've been uh just kind of rooted out with civilization and everything else and uh but e deep east Texas uh we always took it as a sign that the crappie were biting too, and uh you take uh Rayburn and uh Toledo Ben. And and Dan B, all of them, uh, uh, it's crappy time. <laughs> you can bet right. on that. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, Mickey, we are are uh, doing okay. Uh, I don't see uh, too many uh, uh, of the uh, uh, floating uh, catfish lines. You know, they just take a single float right. and float some hooks under it and. Uh, uh, catch those catfish. I don't see many of those for some reason. Uh, uh, I know it's time though. It always is here. Just about when everything else is doing it, well, uh, it's time to put them old jug lines out like that. But, uh, Mickey, I don't have a whole lot of else going on. The, uh, the Billy and myself, Carl, Richard, all of them, we all kind of play the trips, uh, between who, if one can't do it, well, the, Send it to the other guy, you know, and we're all friends up there, and uh, it's right. it's a good time of year. That's all I can say, you know. Yes, it but, is, uh, man. It's it's fun, and uh, like I said, the guides are well. Like I said, we just we just swap them around and uh, uh, go ahead and take care of everybody that way. And it is time. We just need the weather to straighten up on us a little bit, and that's all, Mickey. Yeah, we do. We need a little cooperation, a <laughs> little, uh, you know, normalcy to it. Yeah, if that's yes, such sir. A thing. But uh, how, is Billy fishing a lot? Is, it, is he Billy's, still mostly Billy's bass fishing or what? Fishing any, it's about the same. Uh, me and Billy and, uh, like I said, Carl, and there's another name, Philip, you probably heard the name, and then Richard, Richard, and I even run across Butch here a while back. Oh, uh, he was down the lake, but uh, happened to recognize him, and I hollered at him for a little bit, and he's doing okay, too. Okay. Oh, uh, Butch Turvey, man. <laughs> and uh, same as all, he looked good and healthy and everything, and well, he, he was uh, – and what they had done, they was down the lake fishing, and he, he was running a little minnows, so they stopped into our place over there and uh, got him some more minnows. So uh, he's doing okay. 
Well, that's good. And, uh, so uh, outside of that, man, uh, uh, Billy, Billy uh, the phone, our phones just aren't ringing on account of the weather, is the way I'm saying it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, as soon as this weather straightens up, well, the phone starts ringing, and we'll then, then when the weather gets bad again, we're having to maneuver our uh, uh, trips around, you know. And uh, that, that gets to be a ragged. You've been through all that system, I know. Uh, oh, I know it, man. Oh, you know, and I hadn't asked you in a while, how's your daughter doing? Is she doing good? Uh, doing real good. Got her a job here in the area and everything and doing real good, Mickey. That's we, good. We I'm just, glad to hear uh, that. Bless the Lord. That's all I can say. And everyone's prayers that helped us get through everything. And uh, we're looking good. Looking awesome. Good. That's good to hear, yeah. man. So wow. she's, you know, we'd all sent one husband to, uh, to uh cancer and she's got her a boyfriend now and so seems to be doing real bad there's a there's a chuckle in her voice that's what i always say you know that's it <laughs> but, i'm uh, with you but uh, we love her and she's working real good and uh doing okay good deal so all right buddy. yeah yeah and my oldest one is is down there with the Klein high school uh district and uh She's, I'm thinking she's assistant principal now and uh, doing great too. Uh, and then I got a warrior. I got an air warrior. Yeah, your uh, grandson in the <laughs> Marines. Marine, that grand, one grand, grandson is in San Diego yet. And uh, they got that new helicopter that, you know, he, he takes off like a regular airplane and he or, or comes in and lands like that and puts them engines up in there. And I got a picture of it. I'll send it to you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's really something, man. But uh, Mickey outside, and then my oldest grandson's in Austin. He's a computer wizard up there with a company and doing fine. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, life is good, then. Everybody's yes, good. Sir, life man. is good. Uh, I've been blessed, Mickey, and I, I know I don't get on the show as, as much as, as uh, the, the guys want. Sometimes uh, they, I saw somebody the, the other evening there in there. Uh, so we listen to you now and then, but that you got a big audience. That's all I can say, Mickey. <laughs> well, well, Tex, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming up and fishing this spring, how do they get a hold of you, man? Give them some info. Okay, uh, uh, Mickey, uh, 713-252-4290. That's the cell phone. And uh, get me at lakecomeroefishingguides.com. Uh, I'm still around there, so uh, you, I'll show up everywhere. You can't so, keep uh, a no good problem. dog down, I can tell you that. No, nah, I'm making a, and the boat's doing great. Uh, I had, you know, uh, I had a year of sickness and a year of boat pro- breaking down problems, and uh, well, I th- hopefully we got all that solved now. The old boy here, he's he's still a kicking. <laughs> Back in action, baby. All right, Dave. yes, sir. All right, Mickey. Enjoyed it, and uh, like I said, I was laying here. We don't have a trip today, but uh, we do. We do Saturday, and I don't know. Just I hear it's going to be pretty. So yeah, uh, it, we'll that, go from that's, there. That's the forecast, anyway. You got to roll with that. <laughs> yes, sir. You bet. And thank everyone, Mickey. And uh, I'm doing fine, and the boat's doing fine. So we're going to get out there and get them. All right, bud. Well. Sounds like a winner to me, bud. Okay, Mickey. Y'all take Tex. care then, and uh, like I said, we're listening to you. All right. See you, bud. Thank you, Tex. Yes, sir. Later. Thank you. All right.
That's Tex Boning up on Lake Conroe. It's time for our next break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. And we'll be right back. <laughs> I think uh, Jake must have stepped out something. But uh, we are going to go to break as soon as he gets back in there. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, now it's good talking to Tex. He's, uh, he's had a few issues the last couple of years, but he's still doing it. That's all that matters. All right. All right, Jake is back. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It's 537 here in the Bayou City. Final segment already. It's hard to believe. All right, let's run down G-Town Way, and let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman and see what he's up to this morning. Morning, Steve. What's up, man? Good morning. I'm just trying to get get going here. Kind of a slow getting, start this morning. <laughs> getting geared up? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Kind of crawling <laughs> this morning, man. I feel like I just I feel like I just got up. I kind of did, actually. Now we're getting ready to go to the ranch, fill feeders short little trip come back sunday start fishing in monday hopefully weather permitting i hadn't even looked at you know i have looked at a couple of different forecasts but i don't i don't know what to believe anymore to be honest one no, of the it's uh it's you know if you don't believe one source go to another and well you just shop around you get the forecast you like and you just live with it <laughs> there's one there's one i kind of like but i don't know if that's one i'm going to get but uh <laughs> the uh one of the forecasts shows that front coming through in Pearsall, down where we're going to be uh, tonight, but uh, and then one shows it coming through here as well, but then there's another one that shows the front not even hitting us. So what are you seeing? Are we going to well, get the, the front here? That tail gets thin to the west. You know, all the – I think it's going to be more north and east of us. You yeah. know, the bulk of it and – I mean, they're only calling for like north five to ten here tomorrow. So, I mean, so it is going to go north, okay? Yeah, it can't be much to it. That's all we're going to get out of it, and then uh-huh. you know, turn right around and grab another one Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, I know yesterday the forecast was southeast to ten, mm-hmm. and I had, I had three guys drift and I had my brownstone group fish me about every two or three Fridays and, uh, you know, we drift and I was looking forward to that. Cause I found a few fish Monday. Of course I figured most of them would move because the water warmed back up, but I had right. a pretty good game plan. First time, first time I've really had a game plan in a couple of weeks <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, man, you talk about just swinging a miss. Good God. Yeah, the old proverbial slap in the face, you know? Oh man, it was, it, it, we got out there and it was, it was southeast at 10 for about five minutes and, yep. and it picked up and it blew 17 to 23 the entire time we were there. We fished till about one thirty, and I think we caught 11 or 12 fish total 
And out of that, only five legal trout. And four of them were like cookie-cutter three-pounders. They were nice fish. But uh, and there's some throwback flounder and just some garbage redfish, little rat reds and stuff like that. Or what yeah. I think Roland, Roland Mundy, one of, one of the guys Monday called it a mouse red. But no, it didn't even big enough to be called a rat red, but but uh, <laughs> but no, it was it was yesterday was was really really tough. Um, I went right back to where I caught them Monday, knowing that there weren't going to be as many fish there because Monday when me and Roland and Pete and Todd started fishing, uh, even though it was miserable conditions, it was forty degrees outside, it was blowing almost twenty. The water temperature was fifty three ish. It was like fifty three point four that kind of deal when we started <clears throat> and those fish kind of kind of grouped up like they did in the winter and that that's kind of why i went to that plan monday well and it worked it worked real well for us and then yesterday those fish we didn't get a single bite where we caught over half of our fish monday and we just had to bounce around a, mu- a bunch but <clears throat> excuse me there wasn't <clears throat> there weren't enough places available to bounce around because of the wind Sure, and and what? So we were relegated to just really two little bitty areas, and both of them just really stunk. We didn't either. The fish were there, and they wouldn't eat, or I think most of them pulled out, spread out, like they Mm -hmm. do. Because the water temperature yesterday got all the way to sixty-five. Right, warms up, they'll stand out on you, man. Yeah, twelve degree increase in three days, you know. But uh, and the tides were weak. They were. It was like a standing high. And it was supposed to flip around and go out around eleven, eleven thirty, and and that hard southeast wind, I guess, and that pressure drop wouldn't let it. It just wouldn't let it, and it just sit there stagnant. I think that had a lot to do with it. We didn't hardly see any mullet jump. Uh, the terns that have been diving on these little minnows and worms and all this other stuff, nothing was active. Pelicans were just sitting there, and you can tell when you get out there and you just get that that bad feeling in your gut, man. Uh oh, you know, you make the first couple of drifts. Where you know you should get bit, you don't even you don't even get a sniff, and uh-huh. you, then you kind of know what you're in for, you know. And uh, but that was yesterday. It is one of those days to just kind of forget. And uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I ended up having to cancel. Uh, took uh, Roland and Pete and Todd Monday, and and man, when we got in, I kind of started feeling weird. And then that night. I started getting this bad burning drainage and everything. I woke up Tuesday morning about a little before four, and man, I felt like I I'd been run over by an eighteen wheeler, running a fever and all this other stuff, couldn't hardly swallow. And, and I ended Good up having Lord. to cancel. I had to cancel Tuesday and Wednesday, and man, that's only like four days total in twenty years I've had to cancel from being sick. I never have to cancel from being sick, but but it blew real hard both days. I think anyway, and. I don't know how the bite was, but uh, I didn't really talk to anybody. But, but you know, the crazy thing about getting back to yesterday, I was thinking about this. I talked to a buddy of mine who fished down in Galveston yesterday, and he said it never blew more than like 10 miles an hour down there. And I know what it is. It's all the land. I was further north, and I've got a lot more land. And, well, the temperature changes, the water and the land, land warming up. I think it was just that convection wind coming off the land. I've seen it happen before. You ever see that happen up your way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, um, you know, something to do with that heating landmass 
And, uh, you know, I've left East Bay before when it's been 25 to 30 miles an hour and dreading that ride back across Trinity Bay and get to Trinity Bay and it'd be dead slick. It's crazy. And vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing it just opposite, you know, blowing up my way and calm down that way. Right. Temperature inversion or whatever. I don't know. It's, I get it's it. Weird. I don't know. It has something to do I'll, with the temperature of the water and the heating of the land and it just, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. But it, it wasn't fun. I couldn't believe it. But no, uh, only two days I fished was Monday and yesterday. Of course, like I said, Monday, we got a good early start and uh, we got there, I don't know, about, I think we we're fishing by seven, a little after seven maybe. And I think sunrise right now is close to seven thirty. And uh, mm-hmm. and man, we started catching. I kind of went on a whim based on that front, what the water temperature did. Like I said, and we fished some some shallower water close to really deep water with a lot of really gnarly towheads and stuff in there up on a flat. And so true wintertime stuff is what it was. Normally, stuff I wouldn't even wouldn't even uh, give. A, I wouldn't even think about doing normally this time of year, late March, you know, and, uh, yeah. and we get in there and, and we start catching fish almost immediately, but there are fish I'd never seen before all year in there. There were 10 to 15 inch fish and it was nuts. We caught, I don't know how many of them we caught 15 or 20. And I'm, yeah. I'm beginning to wonder if we're ever going to catch a legal fish and the sun came on up, and uh, man, I don't know who stuck the first one. I think Roland did, and uh, I think he stuck the first couple of first couple of legal fish, honestly. And man, they, then they all turned into like seventeen to twenty inch fish. It was crazy. That's fish weird. In the same area. Well, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it before. Where it's like those those bigger fish were there. I think you know the whole time they just weren't ready to feed yet. You know, those, those little fish, they're like teenagers coming home from school and raiding the pantry. They always seem to, to, to be hungry. They always right. eat. I forget what, how many shrimp a little pencil trout has to eat a day to survive. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, anyway, we, we ended up picking off 14 or 15 legal fish in our first stop and, and more throwbacks, some throwback little potato chip flounder. And, and then we went moving around a little bit and, and hit some other places where I'd normally catch them in March and we didn't, we couldn't get a bite. And then we went to another so-called winter type spot and, uh, started picking off a few more keepers. And, you know, we ended up catching, I think we had 21 legal fish and 25 plus little trout and caught five flounder, two really good ones, only two keepers, but they were, they were two and a half, three pound flounder. And then, uh, right. And we had three reds, but none of them were keepers. But, you know, you fit, we fished in pure garbage Monday and caught 50, 60 fish. And then you fished yesterday, and, I mean, the wind got us. I don't know. It's just, it's March. It's just, it's just March is all. And, and it's going to be this way for the first two or three weeks in April, too. It always is. This back-and-forth weather causes a, a back-and-forth bite. You know, it messes with the tides and the water temperature. And, yep and the water clarity and then you throw in all this little these tiny minnows and we even saw a small group of birds working uh monday and caught a couple of decent trout out of them first birds i've seen so we've got a lot of little things going on right now but uh but you never know what day it's going to be 
I don't think anybody's going to go right now and catch them every day. I just don't think you can do that. No, it's, just, unless- it's too inconsistent right now. I got a text from James early this morning saying yesterday pretty yeah. much uh, it bit. <laughs> it it yeah. wasn't any good. It was. Yeah, and he's been and he's been doing okay over there, I think. But so you know, and that's the thing. Well, he he went somewhere different yesterday. I think he was going to do something off the wall. Yeah, and apparently it didn't work out the way he wanted. Yeah. Well. I talked to two different people, and I don't talk to anybody. They actually called me. I don't. I don't ever reach mm-hmm. out to anybody. I talked to two different people yesterday evening, and one of them's a hell of a fisherman, and he weighed fish, and he fished in the evening and caught seven trout, and then uh, another one. Uh, he's a guide. He he. I think he was fishing with with bait with a family, and they caught nine trout uh, all down Galveston Way, and mm-hmm. that's you know. You put it all together, and that ain't—that's not nothing to write home about. I can assure you, you You got that right. Put all 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 four reports together, and it it would make one good report if if it Mm -hmm. was one boat. You know what I mean? So, but that's just where we're at. That's just this time of year, man. It's uh, yeah, it's tough. It can be really tough, but we'll get through it. We just got to gut our way through it. And And again, I say this all the time: you really have to have the right guys right now. Oh we're yeah, having some, we're having to do some weird. Well, you stuff had the right I'm, guys Monday rolling in Pete that bunch. That, that's they're animals. <laughs> I did, man. They're so competitive. It's hilarious. God, I love fishing with those guys. But uh, yeah, most guys that aren't any good are way too competitive. You know, those guys they they've got a lot to learn. <laughs> I hope Roland's listening this morning. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you. I guarantee oh, all those guys. They're all listening. <laughs> I promise you that my phone will probably start going off here, <laughs> but uh, but now they're a blast to fish with. They always they are, are. To good, it. good, good old boys. Well, and really, they go into it with the right attitude. You know, it's like Rowland said, "Man, I'm just glad to have a day off work. I just want to see another sunrise. Just good go to be here. That's it. Hey, let's go fishing. We get them, we yeah. get them. We don't, we don't. We're going. And that's it. And nine times out of ten, with that attitude, you catch them. You know. Yep. But uh, but no, everything everything was on tails uh, Monday and and uh, and yesterday. What few fish we caught yesterday were on tails, and uh, some I don't know if jig head size was a big deal last two trips because some of the guys were throwing eight, I was throwing sixteenth. I mean, Roland was standing right beside me throwing an eighth, and I was throwing sixteenth. We caught the same number of fish, so I don't know that. I think it's a matter in your your style of retrieval too. A lot of times, you know. Because I know I know guys that can throw three eighth ounce jig heads and, and catch as many as somebody throwing a sixteenth ounce jig head wading in waist deep water. I think a lot of I've seen I've awkward. seen Jimmy Lloyd do that three eighth yep. ounce jig head and knee deep waist deep water and smoking them. Yep, yep. I remember uh, Ryan Sweezy fishing with me uh, a couple of years ago, about three years ago in West Bay, and me and him and Todd Overmeyer. Me and Todd are throwing like eighth ounce and sixteenth ounce and. And I told, and Ryan had a big gumball in there. I said, "Man, it's gonna be a little heavy for what we're doing, dude." He said, "Just watch." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, watch tell this. Me, <laughs> tell me he doesn't have any confidence, and he was right, man. He put on a little bit of a clinic, but yeah, him and Jimmy Lloyd and uh, old John Storm. John Storm does the <laughs> yeah. same thing. He, he throws some big old three eight ounce jig heads, and any just about any condition, it's crazy. 
But uh, but no, we even had good color changes yesterday, Mickey. Which normally I can line up on a color street yeah. over some shell near deep water or on a flat or whatever this time of year and, and start getting bit. But it they, the color changes were even dead. It was it was a really odd day. Just one of them days, man. That's the way it is. Yeah. I mean, hey. All right, Hillman, I got to run, and I know you do too. You got to get ready to head to the deer lease. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about fishing, buddy, how they get a hold of you, man? All right, man, 409-256-7937. Is Kim going with you? She is, and Dad and Darla right. are down there. They went down yesterday and picked up most of the corn and the cotton seed, the protein. So I'm going to finish She can up. work on her biceps handing you those sacks of corn. <laughs> I don't want her getting too strong. She'll whoop my ass. That's it. All right, buddy. Hey, y'all right, hey, be safe driving down. See you, man. All right, see you. All right. All right, that's Captain Steve Hillman. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston.